Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day seven of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for teaching us more about you and your word. Help us continually seek you and learn more about you every day. We ask that you bless our reading today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus is teaching in Matthew chapter 7. He continues his Sermon on the Mount. He tells us not to judge, criticize, or condemn others. It's so easy to see what's wrong with someone else. However, it's more challenging to look at ourselves and see where we need to come up higher. Jesus tells us to work on ourselves first. And then he tells us that we will be judged just as we judge others. Let's see if we can offer grace to others as God shows us grace every day. Jesus also tells us not to throw our pearls before hogs. Interestingly, pearls are the only perfect gem. They need no cutting or perfecting in any way. Our pearls are the spiritual gifts and talents that God gives us. These gifts are meant to be used for specific purposes and tasks that he gives us. If we give our gifts to those who don't appreciate them, they will likely trample all over them. We need discernment about how and when to use our gifts. Another interesting fact about pearls is that they are the only gem that comes from a living creature. Our gifts are given to us by the living God, and he has a plan to use them. It may take a while for him to perfect the gifts he has given us, but it is worth it. If you are in the waiting room, allow God the time to do what he needs to do to make all things ready to use in a remarkable way. Until then, be careful who you share your gifts with. Next, Jesus tells us to keep on asking, seeking, and knocking, and the door will be opened. Perseverance is a gem in God's economy. Let's keep seeking him more and learning more about him. Jesus gives us the golden rule in verse 12. So then, whatever you desire that others would do to and for you, even so, do also to and for them. This is, sums up the law and the prophets. Let's be good to others because this is God's desire for us. Let's see what's happening in Acts chapter 7. Stephen was falsely accused of speaking against Moses and God. He was brought before the Sanhedrin council and asked if the allegations against him were true. He shares the stories of old when God told Abraham to leave his home and go to another land. I love that we are reading this story in Genesis now. Stephen continued to recount stories in the Old Testament through Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection. This chapter summarizes all the significant events in the Bible, and unfortunately, it ends with Stephen's death. I'm always so sad to read that he died at the hands of jealous and rageful people. Both emotions cause so much harm to others. Let's pray that God delivers us from them. Stephen prayed similarly to Jesus before he died, asking God not to count the sins against those who were stoning him to death. Well, let's see what's happening in Genesis chapter 13. We read about Abram's wealth. God blessed him and his nephew Lot. They had many flocks and herds between them. There were so many animals that they could no longer live as one tribe. There just wasn't enough pasture to support both men and all they had. And what happens when there isn't enough? Strife does. The herdsmen began to not get along with each other. As a wise man, Abram told Lot that the strife could not continue. He teaches us that peace leads to righteousness and strife does the opposite. 
Abram gave Lot his first choice, and he would take whatever portion was left over. We can learn much from Abram's offer here. God showed Abram what would be his and told him he would have more descendants than could ever be counted. He gave Abram a vision, a vision of what was to come. In chapter 14, we read about kings banding together and battles raging against Sodom and Gomorrah where Lot had settled. Lot is taken prisoner. When Abram heard of his nephew's capture, he took 318 men and pursued the enemy. He overtook them and recovered everything stolen, including Lot, his family, and everyone who had been taken. As you can imagine, the king of Sodom was very grateful to Abram and wanted to bless him, but Abraham did not accept. He only wanted his family back. God shows us his love as he gave Abram, a righteous man, protection and victory against his adversaries. Let's see what we can learn from Psalm 7 today. This is a psalm written by David before he was king. God ordained him to be king, but it would be about 15 years for all of Israel to recognize him as king. Meanwhile, King Saul reigned during this time of waiting. David had no animosity towards King Saul, even though he had to flee from him because Saul sought his life. Psalm 7 was likely written by David when he was in a cave hiding from Saul. It must have been challenging to be on the run and have to hide for years, but David gathered people around him and learned to fight wars during those years. He learned to lead men and win battles, skills he'd need as the king. We read about David asking God to avenge him. He also writes that the Lord is his defense and shield. Just as Abram relies on God to defend and protect him, David does too. We can look at how these brave men let God avenge them, care for their every need, protect them, and then bless them. God will do the same for us. The last verse in this psalm is noteworthy. David writes, I will give to the Lord the thanks due to his rightness and justice, and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Even though he was desperate, David praised God. This is one of the reasons why he is called a man after God's heart. He praised God in good times and bad. Let's attempt to do the same. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your goodness, fairness, and justice. Thank you for being the God who cares about us. Help us lean on you today for all we need. Father, we believe you will provide for us in each situation and circumstance. Keep us seeking you, Lord. Infuse an extra measure of faith in our hearts as we move through this day. We praise you, Lord, for all you are and all you do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.